0: This is Rocky Patel. This is Armand Asante.
1: Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This
0: is Ernesto uh, Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This
2: is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. Act. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This ah! is the Cigar Authority. Ah! The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. Ah! In. I get it. And now. Of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. <laughs> you're, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo.
0: How funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? I make you laugh? How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell
2: me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. it. who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. And Chuck Morrison.
3: I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a family.
2: Time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina Wine Mixer. It's time
0: Ding-pong.
2: for the Cigar Authority. You really are a funny guy.
3: Ah! June 7, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, who is the Bandolero? He's an infamous character, figure that acted as the bootlegger, bringing Cuban tobacco from Cuba to other countries where the cigars were rolled. Today, we'll smoke two different Bandolero cigars and see what we think. Also, more new cigars coming out. We got the intel, and we're going to tell you about all well, most of them. We'll tell you about most of them because it wouldn't be debonair to tell you all the secrets. Would it, would it Chuck Morrison? And speaking of debonair, we'll get debonair with Chuck Morrison and do quite the opposite with old Fart Freddy. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to The Cigar Authority. And you're
1: listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop here in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire. And with the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. We really smoke in the show.
3: We really do. We don't just fake and it. And we would, we would like, like our audience to do so we, also.
1: We want you to exercise your constitutional rights yes, to light up. You can tune in to com, where you can watch this mess live or you can catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on YouTube or iTunes and you can set it and forget it on both. Here we go.
3: And we are starting to crank on video 20,000 downloads of This mess, actually watching us, 20,000 people. Impressive. Downloading the video content. This is a radio show meant to be listened to, really not to be watched, but 20,000 downloads. Well, you say
1: it's not meant to be watched, but you and I had to have a special meeting this week about how I sit in the chair. Well,
3: I just happened to watch it because when I saw the numbers, I go, 20,000 people. I don't know if I've ever actually watched an episode, really, because I lived it. Right. And, uh... I ended up watching it, and there was Mr. Jonathan on the video. Yeah. As the show would get on, he would get more lower relaxed and, and lower, crotch down, <laughs> spread, his legs spread open. I mean, the, the camera right angle there pointed straight at my chair. And by junk. the end of the show, I'm like, oh, my God, it's vulgar. Yeah. And maybe that's why they're watching it's it. It's not vulgar. It's just I'm, I'm smoking a
1: cigar. I'm getting relaxed. I slide yeah. into my <laughs> chair. My eyelids drop a little bit. It's So now we're going
3: to try to sit a little.
1: I'm going to try. Next
0: time, if we blindfold him, we should just get, like, a bag and put it on his
3: head. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not doing that blindfold thing again. That was messed up.
3: So the bandoleros. There's Bandolero Pack 1. There's Bandolero Pack 2 and Pack 3. We have in the United States Pack 2 and Pack 3. Pack 1 is for Europe only. When you go to Europe, you'll see it. It's almost the same thing as far as the jar is concerned, except for in the back of the jar, there's something written in Spanish. That's the story of the Bandolero, which I'll tell you the English version of it. But in Spain and in Europe where where they have this Pac-1, you'll see a big sticker over that saying something totally different Hmm. because they actually do not want that story told Hmm. over there. And when you hear the story, you'll understand why. So these are uh, in canister jars. They're made of tin. They have humidifiers built into them, like, like all Nelson Alfonso's products. He, he's the designer and creator of um, all the Cuban cigar brands, 33 Cuban cigar brands. He also has his own brands, Atabay and Byron, which are in the heavy porcelain jars with humidifiers built in them, in, into them. They're in tubes with humidifiers built into them and cutters built into them. And now he came out with Bandolero. And his 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 uh, worry with Bandolero is Bandolero is priced much lower than Byron and Adobe, which go from twenty to thirty dollars. These start in the ten, twelve dollar range? Uh,
1: yeah,
3: high tens. Yeah. And they so, get up, to, up to uh High 13s. And his fear is that you're going to like this cigar so much, maybe you'll say, well, it's close enough to mm. a Byron and Ataby. It's not the same animal. It, it's not the same animal. It's different. and it's drastically uh, different. Um, but we'll go through them anyway. Uh, as I tell you, they come in these um, tin, tin canisters. Uh, is built in. But the amazing thing on this, too, is the front of them, you see those that are watching, there's a story actually on these canisters when you put them together. And when I say put them together, I mean put them together. Love that. Stack them up. Because they're stackable because on the bottom of it is actually the indentation with a, what do you call this knob that pulls the cover Let's off. Let's go with knob. Or cap. Cap. Boom. Stacks on top of it. And this thing, as you put the, the four sizes of pack two and the four sizes of pack three together and... Looking at the pictures will tell the story of the Bandolera, that's which I'll so talk cool. about right now. So, before we get to that, let's uh, decide which one we're going to smoke first. We might as well go to Pack Two, which we consider to be lighter than Pack Three. I think they're both medium bodied. Pack Two is the lower end of medium, and Pack Three does get to medium plus. Okay. And Pack One, which I have had the pleasure of trying, is actually milder than all it of them. It is. It is the mildest. And that's the one for Europe, which. Uh, Oddball sizes. Yeah, thinner sizes, and, you know, we know the U.S. consumption right now is into into thicker sizes. So which one of these two is pack 2 uh, Let me see the names here.
1: Travioso and Tremendous. Tremendous is pack 3 Travioso is pack two. All right,
3: Travioso. And these are all in—so uh, we're going to grab these out of here. And they're all in perfect condition because that's how they're shipped, in perfect condition. Now, I had a
1: conversation with Nelson. You know that the— uh, tins are shipped inside a cardboard box. Yes. And I said, Nelson, what not that overkill? He's got the display boxes, which he could ship them in, yep. but he also has these other boxes. And he said, no, because let's say we're, the cigar is shipping from uh, New Hampshire to California, and there's a heat wave across the country. The airspace between the tin Whew, and the box will create enough of a buffer. Hmm. And This is what he said to me. Yeah. Five days at 140 degrees still will not change the temperature inside the jar. Wow. I'm like, what
3: the heck kind of mathematics did you have to learn to figure that out? He figures the temperature and humidity when his stuff arrives, he doesn't want us to put it out for five to seven days when we receive the product. Wow. Temperature-wise, humidity is absolutely perfect, but it's relative to temperature. And if it's in, impaired in any way, you get the cigars. Don't put them out. Hold off. Wait until uh, it's uh, it's right. This one. Tr- this is the what? Travioso. 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 Pack two. Travioso. This is a fifty ring gauge short torpedo. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have to cut that. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And here we go. We're going to cut this cigar. And the Torpedo, um, you can choose any amount of... Why why Torpedo? Why does somebody want a Torpedo? They want a thinner cigar in their mouth and they want it to burn cool like a 50 ring gauge would. You Mm. can have it smaller in your mouth and you decide where you want to um, cut that as long as you don't go over the shoulder of the cigar again because you run the risk of the cigar unrolling on you. You don't want that to happen.
1: You're also guaranteed that the guy that rolled the Torpedo is the best roller on the line. (laughs) So, Not that there's ever draw problems with Bandolero anyway, but other brands, maybe there are draw problems, and you go to the
3: Torpedo because now there's not going to be a problem. It's always the best roll. Now, we're going to taste the cigar before. Beautiful wrapper. Carmelito um, is the name of the wrapper. Carmelito. Carmelito. So a caramel
1: color. Yeah. And then on pack three, it's Carmelito Esquiro.
3: Darker. Escuro. Your Spanish is unbelievable. It isn't. It is <laughs> unbelievable. It's horrible. After after 29 years in the cigar business, I still can order eggs and get a glass of water, and I can go to the bathroom. All right, that's here's, about something, as as here's
1: something that's remarkable. Look at the band. There's an oval on the back of the band. Yep. The oval. Put your glasses on. I'm going to put my reading glasses on. The oval is perfect.
0: It's awesome. Yeah. He, when he they matched the pin- up the
1: length of the band yeah. to yeah. the picture, and it's perfect. Yeah. Is that amazing? It is. Every
3: single detail that you could possibly think of he thought of. The name of his company is called Selected Tobacco. He selects every leaf of tobacco that goes into every single product that he makes. And then at that point decides we have to sell this other stuff off. And he only buys A-grade to begin with. Mm -hmm. So he's he's super hybriding his Mm A-grades. I'm understanding that the selection is not taking place when he receives it. But before he receives it, therefore, there is no extra product to get rid of. So wherever he is going to get these different tobaccos, the selection is made there. And this is the tobacco he's going to use. Interesting. So this is a very mysterious Nelson Alfonso. Very mysterious brand. Very mysterious um, person. Nelson Alfonso was born in Havana, Cuba. Actually still lives there. And he is the visual artist, designer, photographer, and research researcher for Habanos and all the cigar manufacturing that takes place there since 1999. He has designed all major brands for Cuba. He published Puros Habanos in four languages, winning the best multimedia publication of Cuban cigars by Habanos. Nelson directed the Spanish advertising company Golden Age, where he remains in charge of all imaging and creativity of all Cuban cigar tobacco brands. Nelson is the graphic designer in charge of industry development for the art of smoking and luxury products such as Cohiba, Monte Cristo, Partagos, Romeo and Juliet, H. Upman, Huey de Monterrey, among others, and that includes Bijique In 2010, Nelson Alfonso designed the most Luxurious cigar brand Cohiba Bihike, while drafting cigar brands Atabe, Byron, and Bandolero for himself for a Selected Tobacco Company. Nelson won first prize in innovative packaging and designing for consecutive years wow. um, at Cannes in France, and known worldwide. This is a guy, if you don't know him in the United States, that's because he's a Cuban and he's dealing with everything but the United States. This guy is known worldwide. In 2013, Nelson agreed to sign with the United Cigar Retailers for exclusive U.S. distribution of Byron, Adeby, and Bandolero to just 33 retail accounts in the U.S. In 2014, in July, Nelson agrees to release his unique brands to more stores in the U.S. That's why we're bringing it forward right now. So that is the story of Nelson. and um, That's some big news, man. Yeah. yeah. So you, you're going to start seeing this. It, it was just this just, just limited type thing. and Well, he tests everything. Right. Everything's tested. To right. make sure that everything is going to work out.
1: So you test it in a small amount of stores. Everything is rocking. Mm-hmm. It's time to move it up.
3: So this story of uh, – I'm going to light the cigar because well, as I tell the story, I'd like to, to smoke the cigar while I'm doing right. it. So we're you using – this is Black Label here. This yeah, is uh, this is some high-end stuff. High-end stuff. We're using the LBL 700. Black Label is the high-end of Lotus. Lotus, yeah. This is their high-end. The packaging is beautiful. The lighter is beautiful-looking. And the LBL 700 is the high-end. Yes. I'm looking at the price here, and you're telling me this is the high-end.
1: Well, Black Label is their high-end
3: right. product, and you can feel it. I mean, the construction on this. Oh, my God. It's heavy. The action is flawless. The it's action, a single jet. And the action is pretty weird because I'm pushing on the side. Weird,
1: weird is not a marketable term. Could we not use that?
3: All right. So we're, we're trying to sell lighters different. here. Different. It's different. It's unique. So I'm pushing on the side like I would be to a DuPont, right? Yeah. And the top slides like machinery. What do, what do you want to call that? It's, on, it's pivoting, sliding. Yeah, some
1: kind of, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. Twenty four ninety nine.
3: <laughs> How the hell Twenty four ninety nine.
1: It's got a built-in cutter. It's got a big adjustment wheel. You don't need to bring your tools with you. You can adjust the flame with your fingers. It's got a real wind resistant uh and pinpoint I've, accuracy. I've said
3: on some of his stuff it looks like it's a hundred dollars. This looks like it's two hundred dollars. It's twenty-four ninety nine. Yeah. It's craziness. What is every other lighter company gonna do about this? Go out of business? This is the answer. This is it. This is something for Father's Day. If you bought somebody this black label lighter, they're going to figure you spent 200 on this lighter. Pinpoint's oh, good. Pinpoint accurate. It is a great cigar. There
0: it is. There it is. there's
3: so, a the black label. When, when you buy it, you got to take the price thing. There's like a strip that goes across that explains the lighter and what it costs. You have to take that off because there's no way somebody's going to say 24 bucks. No way. It's not even ridiculous. Okay. So cigar history has followed a difficult path between crime and pleasure. This is how the story of Bandolero goes. During the century between 1717 and 1817, 100 years, 1717, now this guy goes back. In 1817, the Spanish crown, this is the Spanish government, prohibited cigar production in the Caribbean islands and the rest of the American colonies. Although its precious leaves continued growing on other sides of the ocean as Puro cigars, rolled as we know today, could only be done in the Seville Royal Factory, supplying an even more demand marketing in the world. This means... Cuban tobacco was only exported as tobacco to Spain where they would roll cigars in Spain. That's the only way a Cuban cigar was obtained. Tobacco was grown in Cuba, sent to Spain. In Spain only, they rolled cigars for 100 years, Mm -hmm. and every cigar came from there. That was it. That was 100 years. Now you'd expect that there'd be some sort
1: of export tax coming out of Cuba, import tax going into Spain, S- Spain export con- tax coming out of Spain.
3: Spain has controlled Cuban tobacco to this day. So it started in 1717. It's almost 200 years, 17, 300 years. 300 years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Such absurd entitlement and this monopoly led to an increase in the price of tobacco and, of course, the birth of the bandolero. Hmm. The bandolero, an intrepid figure who bootlegged tobacco leaves and rolled them in other countries, which led to an excellent price and authentic combination dressed with the charm of what was once forbidden. So here is the bootlegger of 1717 to 1817. He gets the tobacco from Cuba, takes it himself, exports it to another country other than Spain, rolls it up, and sells the cigar at that point for much less than they were selling for in Spain. The Bandolero cigars that are offered here today know the secrets of those mystic Bandoleros from the places where tobacco plantations are still a long tradition through countries where wise hands shape them until their final destination where a cigar expert recognizes its aroma and flavor, the quality of this unique product. Hmm. So what does that mean to you? What does it mean to me? You know what it means to you.
1: I know what it means to me. Are we really talking about what it means to me? No, we're not talking okay. about it. Because that's <laughs>
3: what a problem would Why be. Why would you
1: ask? <laughs> if you ask me a question on the show,
3: I'm, I'm inclined to answer it. So 1717 17 to 1817, it ends up that, th- that you can only export tobacco from Cuba. You can't roll cigars. From 1817 till 1960 they are making cigars in Cuba and rolling them there and then selling them through Spain still at that point right and then Spain would sell them to other countries including the United States 1962 Cuban embargo takes place yeah. and these Cuban cigars are still made all in Cuba and sold into every country except the United States from Spain, from sp- sp- all cigars from Cuba, leave Cuba and go to Spain, and then they leave from Spain. As a matter of fact, every Cuban cigar is owned fifty percent by Spain. Habanos, which which owns fifty percent of all Cuban cigars, is there's a. There's a uh, and uh, as I say, this has been going on for three hundred years. Spain owns the right fifty percent of it. Of all Cuban cigars, wow. and they have distribution for the for the entire world. Every they don't sell tobacco to anybody except for actually two people. Tobacco is rolled into cigars, then sold as a complete product, wow. except for two people in the world that actually export tobacco itself. One of them is Villiger. If you've ever had the Villiger exports, the little square yellow box, um, it's short-filled. It's a machine-made cigar. And um, if you buy that cigar anywhere in Europe, you'll see that it says 100% Cuban tobacco. It's all scraps. It's dust. It's, uh, you know, just anything that makes this machine-made product. Marginized paper on the other side. Um, And then there's whole leaf tobacco. And whole leaf tobacco goes to only one person. And that person has been brought up already in the show <laughs> ring the bell you're you 're good
1: you you 're good
3: <laughs> and the, and there 's a lot of reasons for actually coming out not coming out and saying this type of thing. There are a lot of reasons, yeah, and someday those reasons can actually be said, but listen, our audience isn 't stupid; they understand what what i 'm saying. They do watch the show every week, so Jerry's still out. Okay, so Bandolero. This is pack two with smoking. It comes in four different sizes. It comes with the Barbaroso, four and three quarters by sixty. Um, the thing about this is these jars that are stackable are the same dimensions. Dimensions of of uh, not height, but right. same dimensions, uh, so Diamond. they can stack the, the way they do. So there's different amounts of cigars in each jar. In Barbaroso, three four and three eighths by sixty. Um, that 20 comes cigars. 20 cigars in a jar. They suggested retail at 12 50 Travioso, 5 by 50 torpedo. Is that what we're smoking? That is yep. what we're smoking. 30 in a jar at $12 a piece. They have the Soberoso. Am I saying that right? Soberbios. Soberbios. That's what I said. I heard you. Soberbios. 55 yeah. by x 50 30 in a jar at 12 50 And the Colossus, sales. Colossal, yep. Colossal, is a six inch by fifty four, and I would say, why don't they just say it in English? But <laughs> wouldn't matter anyway. It's not their language, right? Um, it is a six by fifty four, <laughs> and it wouldn't matter if they said it in exactly. English, is right? And there's twenty five in a jar. Twenty five in a jar at the high price of thirteen dollars. So these are uh, twelve to thirteen dollars. Yeah, and uh, this is pack two, and. Um, the question is, what is better, pack 2 or pack 3 And we're going to have an answer for that today because I'm smoking pack 2 right now, and pack 2 has always been my go-to one. Hmm. But I typically don't smoke pack 2 and pack 3 back back-to-back. This is one I can afford or people can afford to smoke it. Yeah. regularly. This is not. Listen, the, there was a third Bandolero that we haven't talked about, or actually a fourth Bandolero. You got Pack One, which is available in Europe, not sold in the U.S. Um, it is only for European sales only. And those, as we say, you know, forty-two ring gauges and things like that. Um, they have Pack One, Pack Two, Pack Three, and there's a fourth one that when they're gone, they're gone. It was actually the prequel to when these came out came out in advance of it and those that know the atabay and byron brand this is as good as those and it is the premium bandolero premium and the bandolero premium only comes in a five-pack assortment in the patented humi tube system and only 1,000 of these packs have been ever been created and uh five cigars in there not available any other way and um the suggested retail on that five-pack is $160 wow. just for five cigars. And it's hard to say, but it's going to come out of my mouth. I'm going to say it anyway. It's worth it.
1: I've, uh, I've purchased seven many. packs yeah. myself. I have friggin' Humi tubes coming out of my ears
3: at home. And that's something I haven't had many of myself. You've smoked more of those than I have. Oh, yeah. And that's because they're not available by the single. And I hate to break up in a pack because we know what happens when you break up a pack. It's like when you open the jar of peanuts up. Yeah, I it.
1: think to myself, oh, I'm just going to smoke the small one. And I'll leave the other four. I'm going to age them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I smoke the big <laughs> yeah. one.
3: And, and, and waiting and two next or three thing days you know, is aging.
1: And next thing you know, they're all gone, and I need to buy another pack.
3: Judge a millionaire. Next thing you know. Next thing you know. So that's the Bandolero. And uh, I love the cigar. It is uh, truly unique, unique taste. There is no other cigar that I can say, wow, this tastes like that. Not even his Atabay Byron, it doesn't taste like that either. It's all by itself. Mm. Nelson Alfonso cigars are getting a lot of attention. They're not getting a lot of attention from the consumer because, again, there's only 33 stores carrying this stuff right now. It will start getting lots more attention um, 30 days from now. The attention that it does get is worldwide attention, there hasn't been a time I've gone to Nicaragua or the Dominican Republic where the manufacturer hasn't come to me and said, You got any of them? Hmm. Got any? What's with it? What's happening with Nelson? They know him, they know who he is, and they know his cigar. And we've had manufacturers that we had to send whole jars to. Yes, we have. Multiple times. Wow. Yes, we have. That I bring some, when I travel, I bring cigars with me anyway. Mm-hmm. And I typically do because I know the manufacturers are going to say it, so I'll leave it in my luggage back at the hotel. And when they say, mention that to me, I don't have it with me. I'm in their factory with them. I say, I have some in the hotel room. If you want to come back with me, I'll give you a few cigars. When we come back, you sit outside and have a cigar or something. Absolutely. And they do. And you can just see the look on their face when they're smoking the cigar that they're like beat. <laughs> They've <Yeah>. been beaten. <laughs>
0: White flags waving. Yeah. It's <laughs> like,
3: holy God, this is it. Yeah. They know it. And these are the, these are blenders. These are top people. Yeah, I'm not going to say who they huge, are. Huge, huge egos. Yeah. But nobody's around but me, so they're willing to end up saying it. The initial uh, thing was a manufacturer, a top manufacturer, who said to me at the trade show, you've got to go look at the cigar. And this is a big player in the industry who actually pointed me in the direction to go there And I was bought and sold at that point. Everybody, this was two years ago, everybody was talking about it in the know, in the the manufacturers. Not the retailers, not the consumers, but the manufacturers who know. And this is the thing about the Bandolero. The Bandolero would roll the cigars in other countries, never say what these cigars were, and then just sell them as cigars and only the connoisseur, only the guy that really knew his stuff would smoke it and actually have a little wink in his eye and say, wow, that is an unbelievable cigar. And keep his mouth shut, as we're trying to do, and say this is unbelievable. For the money, it is unbelievable. And that goes for the 20 and $30 cigar, too. Yep. It's hard to say, and, and everybody else saying, you know, it's just ridiculous, the price is crazy. It's actually a really good value. It's, I agree. It's that good. It's hard to sell that way. It's hard to explain to people, but you listen, everybody's got twelve bucks. Try this bandolero I'm smoking for twelve dollars right now, and you tell me Tell me that there's another cigar out there at fifteen dollars, at twenty dollars that, that can hang. There isn't. Yeah. Now I noticed talk out there about um, the new Padron that's coming out, the Padron fiftieth. Everybody's talking about it. For some reason, it's getting uh, we're getting phone calls this week. It's not even coming out till the trade show. Yeah. But it must have got some sort of juice out there from somebody that uh, our phone's well, been ringing. People, people been do the math. Five years after the 45th, yeah, it's yeah. time for the 50th. So it's coming. What's going to be special about this cigar is when you look at the cigar, and I've seen the pictures already of this, the packaging and the pitches and the, the elegance of the cigar. you think it's going to look a little familiar? It looks a little familiar because Nelson Alfonso, who's the one that did these cigars, did the Padron 50th. Really? Now, who would the padrones on their 50th try to get to do their cigars for for him in that this is the go-to guy? Yeah. If you have something really, really, really special, this is the man. This is the guy. You want it to look unbelievable? The cigar is going to taste great, I'm sure. I haven't tried the cigar. I looked at it. I didn't try it. I looked at the packaging. I looked at the band. I looked at the, the, the ashtray, the lighter, everything that's coming out on on the special cigar. And wow, if it tastes half as good as it looks, he's got a huge winner here, folks. But this is the guy he chose to do it. This is you want to you want to get a pre taste. This is the pre taste, Bandolero. Right, Bandolero for for twelve bucks.
0: So. Listen, I'm sold. It goes back to the saying, the proof is in the pudding. Like you guys are saying, try it, and you can't deny it.
3: Right. Now, now, you tell me that this isn't a great cigar. Where did that expression come from? The proof is in the pudding? It, what, it was Jello pudding.
1: What kind of conversation are you going to have with someone where they don't believe you about the pudding, and then you say, no, the proof is in the pudding? So try you, the
3: pudding. You know what we got to do is actually get p- pudding and, like, put a piece of paper underneath it or something with <laughs> the answer in it. And then say the proof is in the pudding. You reach in, and the answer would be in there, the proof of what it is. Yes, it is true. The proof is in See, the pudding. See,
0: fortune cookies shouldn't be fortune cookies. They should be fortune brownies.
3: Wow. Right?
0: Why
1: should they be brownies? See,
0: <laughs> so you have the fortune in the middle of the brownie. That's where the proof is.
1: What does a brownie have to do with pudding? I don't know. I'm very confused. Brownie, never no,
3: Well, anyway, uh, (laughs) I am looking. Uh, There it is. I found it. This day in American classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Let's do it.
1: Per cigar. You like
0: that, baby? know where I came from, yeah!
1: Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at 2GuysCigars.com. That's 2GuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
3: Today's June 7th, a very special happy birthday going out to Phil Zangy, Mr. Debonair himself, yeah. celebrating his birthday. It's not a question in today's uh, date or anything like that, but it's uh, Phil Zangy's well, birthday. Well, we don't want to guess wrong and make him seem older than he is. That's right. And I know uh, I know, he listens to the show all the time. So happy birthday, Phil. You're a good man. Does push-ups while he's smoking his Debonair cigars and go. listening to the show. That would be very Debonair of him today. It's also the birthday of Rogers Nelson. Rogers Nelson. Anything folks? Roger and Hammerstein. AKA Love Symbol Number Two. What? Prince? Prince! Bam. Prince, today is Prince's birthday, the unpronounceable symbol. Love symbol Symbol number two. two. He's an American singer, songwriter, multi-instrumental, an actor. He produced 10 platinum albums and 30 top 40 singles in his career. Controversy, Batman. Dirty Mind and the First Date I Took My Wife on. Purple Rain. Prince was born today. What year? Mr. Jonathan. 1965. 65, he says. 48. 48 for a point. It's 58. 58. Damn it. So Chuck taking the lead. Chuck's been winning for the past two years. Uh, Thomas Woodward. Thomas Woodward's birthday. Thomas Woodward, a.k.a. Tom Jones. He's a Welsh singer. He became most popular vocalist, emerging in the 60s. Uh, sang he did his
1: popularity till the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
3: He did music, pop, rock, R&B tunes, country, dance, soul, gospel, over 100 million records. It's not unusual. What's new, Pussycat Delilah? Green, green grass of home. She's a lady. Kiss. Born today. Tom Jones. What year? Chuck. 1935. 1935. 44. 44. It's 1940. Chuck, point. Dino... <laughs> Crotchy. C-R-O-C-E-T-T-I. Oh, Crotchy. Crotchette? Crotchetti. Davy you, Crockett? Dean Martin, American singer, actor, comedian, film producer, uh, wow. who died on Christmas Day, 1995. Martin was the nickname, nicknamed King of Cool, member of the Rat Pack. Uh, everybody loves somebody. That's a Amore. Nobody, you're nobody till somebody loves you, and ain't that a kick in the head? You know the Dean Martin celebrity roast, and uh, I even named my dog after him. Dean Martin, the man, born today, 1930, says Mr. Jonathan. 1920. 1920 is 1917. Ooh, really? So everybody was over, 1917. Wow. Today is the birthday of Mick Foley, an American retired professional wrestler, actor, comedian, uh, voice actor, color commentator. He worked many wrestling promotions, including WWE. As the hardcore legend, he was Dude Love, Cactus Jack, Mankind. And he is Mick Foley. He was born today. What year, Chuck? 1960. 1960. 69. 69. 65. We'll take a point for Chuck. Come on. Three to nothing. Uh, today is the birthday of Ken Os- Osmond. O-S-M-O-N-D. Ken Osmond. Nothing. Osmond. Osmond. Anything? Nothing. American actor. I don't get a point for the pronunciation. Uh, Profile career as a child actor since the age of four. Best known as his iconic role as Eddie Haskell. Oh. On the television hit Leave It to Beaver. Wally Cleaver's best and worst friend, Eddie Haskell. Ken Osmond. Born today, what year? Uh. Going with 44.
0: 44? I got nineteen 20.
3: 20. for a point? It's 43. Ooh! All right, I'm getting closer. Getting closer. Four to nothing. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Eddie Haskell joined the LAPD and uh, became a, a policeman. No kidding. After that, and then he was shot three times. And. Um, that was it for him being a policeman. But uh, the big myth that was going out there for years and years was Ken Osman later became rock star Alice Cooper. I heard your name. I remember
0: that rumor. Yeah,
3: not true, but that's who they thought Alice Cooper was. Last question. You're going to need to hit this twice. You're going to have to say your answer two times to tie it if you hit it exact. Okay. Today's the birthday of retired ice hockey right winger Terry O'Reilly, oh. who played in the NFL's Boston Bruins for most of his career. And uh, O'Reilly spent his, his entire career uh, with, the, with Boston and served as cap, captain from 83 to 85 before his retirement. Uh, they retired number 24. He was Terry O'Reilly. Born today, what year, Chuck?
0: Great fighter. I have 1945. 45. 1932 and 1932. 1951. Damn Uh-oh. it. Shut out. Come
3: on. Chuck Morrison, it's a shutout. It's got to be embarrassing to you, Mr. It's not it's We're going to have to it's... bring on somebody else. It's this is not... Classic Day in American History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whatever classic you choose. It's available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And that music means we are out of time for this hour. When we come back, new cigars. We're going to give you the intel on most of what we're hearing right now. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: Oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up But oh yeah, they're delicious too When asked what my favorite cigar is I always say, it's La Giana Havana Oh yeah
0: To some, tradition is a catchphrase To us, it's a guiding light
3: We're back. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. What's new? The most questioned, most asked question in cigar shops across the country. We have the answers to that and what's new coming out in the future. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. We're smoking the Bandolero pack number two. It's awesome. And I believe um, I've smoked every size of each one. And... They taste the same to me, pretty much. I don't know if the size really makes a big difference when it comes to. I don't the think it does. It's so it's whatever size you're most comfortable with. I'm comfortable with a 50 ring gauge. We don't have to get into. It. They have a 60 for those 60 lovers. Man, that is catching on. It is not going away. The big ring gauge is not going away at all. And it's not. Somebody looked at uh, this morning. We were showing somebody a Julia Caesar. It says, uh, "You got a 60 ring gauge at that." They have a new 60 ring gauge. Hail Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. So I took him over to that and he says, is that the biggest you got? They actually even want bigger. Well,
1: I never want to
3: look that big anymore. It's huge, oh. man. 60. I'm very uncomfortable with a 60 ring gauge in these in seventies and eighties. Listen, and- I'm extremely comfortable with my sexuality and I don't even like the 60. It's too big. It's too big. It takes too long to smoke it. Everybody's doing it. I don't blame them because it's selling. That's all that matters. There's two kinds of cigars in this world. No matter what you think, folks, uh, you love cigars and you think uh, there's those that sell and those that don't. And 60 ring gauges are selling, and I believe they're selling because of value. They can smoke it for two and a half, three hours for just a little more than the 50 ring gauge. So they're saying, okay, let me choose this. But I don't want to do anything for three hours. That's why the show is only two hours. I don't want to do it for three. Well, we, did out. Have, we did add the half-hour segment at the beginning, so
0: yeah. we're yeah, close. That's, that's pregame, though. That's its own special
3: yeah. entity. Those that are listening pregame, what's this all about? It only works if you listen live. No, get it you only works if you watch live, actually. Watch, baby. You watch and watch live, yeah. Did, did, and and, and uh, it really serves no purpose Did anyone get a
1: text? No. By the way? No. No, I did not. All right. These text people are, this, there's a problem. We're still talking about them? Well, just get the money back, man. I'm working on that now, full bore. And say, you know, we do a broadcast show and, I'm embarrassed right now because I took the time to send out the text. I picked out the winners, by the way. Congratulations to Vince Hillenbrand from uh, Pennsylvania and Joseph Mayes from Georgia. I didn't hear back from the third person. What did they win? They win a hat. You can't buy a cigar
3: authority hat. Nope. You only can win it. But I would like to tell everybody that, that is listening and how you can be part of this and win these things, but what's the sense? Right. What is the sense? You see that anything that's out of our control, you see the craziness that happens here in business and what goes on. You start understanding, right? I do. I'm not a real jerk because I'm a jerk, right? <laughs> no, you are a
1: jerk, but in a lot of places you have a complete good reason to be a jerk. Except when it comes to you. When you're talking to me, I would like it if you said it nicer. But that's just a personal preference. You know, we all have our thing. But uh, each time it's deserving. (laughs) It is. Again, says you, but that's okay. You never hear me complain about it. No, you don't. You ask me, am I
3: a jerk? And I say, yeah, that's it. I've been called a jerk a lot lately. (laughs) And I want a less jerk. But the problem is that these type of things keep happening and we had an issue this morning. The alarms went off. Oh. We walked in, and he called the alarm company. First, he called Fight the fire department. department, and the fire department says, no, nope, you're going to have to call it. And this is a, a, a pitch that I'm telling you is scraping a chalkboard. Oh. And it went on for two hours, and I was just eating me up. And he calls the alarm company, comes back to me and says, yeah, the guy is taking his kid to a hockey game, and he doesn't know when he's going to get here. Uh, he's the only tech on duty right now, and um, he'll get here when he can. he's going to the hockey game. And I go, no, not acceptable. He w- was he- you were accepting it. You accepted I it. I did not accept it. I,
1: I cannot argue with the girl who's the answering service. It does no good to yell at her. So I had to take what the answering service told me. I wasn't accepting it. I was just reporting the news. That's all. And then I said, here, "Here's the call. Tell him you get down you here." He didn't have to tell me to call the second, third, fourth, fifth, or sixth time.
3: And he got down. <laughs> I here. was on it. Thirty minutes later, he was here. He was. I mean, and it took really, two minutes. He's going to. A hockey game, and we're gonna listen to this. We, we tried muffling it, it goes through everything. This is the Superman's repellent. There's nothing that that sound we covered it with. Oh, a, we had
1: a uh, uh, skin from a deer, we had cardboard boxes, <laughs> we had blankets and towels, there was nothing. Anything. Could stop we it. could
3: not, it, it was cutting through anything. Yeah, open the window, nothing, nothing well, worked. It was amazing that this thing can cut through anything, that pitch. And I don't know if it, it, you know, my ears are more sensitive. I mean, it was bothering the hell out of me. I couldn't take another second. Well,
0: I was up here setting up, and all I heard was that high pitched hell.
3: Yeah,
1: I I believe that it bothered you more because you weren't getting your instant gratification that you like to get than the actual pitch of the sound.
3: Instant gratification. The company
0: that you <laughs> that I pay and it's three not a sm- stores
3: and a house. And it's not a, it's, it's not a small amount of money. Years, Did you get yeah. a
0: key at least? So if it happens again, you can get in there and no. do it.
3: No. And I asked for it, but it's going to be the, the problem is going to be moot pretty soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're fired as of Monday. So <laughs> they don't know that yet unless they listen to the show. But enough, oh, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> listen, it, very unacceptable. Craziest thing, I'm at a hockey game. My I kid's hockey, my kid game. A hockey game. Like, I give a crap
1: where you are. Yeah, you're the tech on duty. You're on call. Don't schedule anything when you're on call. <laughs> of course,
0: Wayne. My wife's voice was like that.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, it's actually not unlike for you men that are listening. It's not unlike your wife's high-pitched whine right. about how you smell like cigars.
3: It's exactly that for two and a half hours. Man, so I'm enjoying the cigar anyway. The pitch noise is gone. The um, enjoying a nice bandolero pack two. Yeah, Mr. Jonathan's trying to.
1: Grab this a is. Piece. Oh, here we go. This is when you get a very high-quality steak, and you you coat it. With a very coarse sea salt. And you you put a little bit of, of white pepper on it. Just a little bit. Just enough to add a little tang. Do you butter the steak? And you, well, I'm paleo right now, so no, I use coconut oil. But you you get that pan searing hot, and you create the most unbelievable salty, mm. slightly spiced crust on that meaty steak. As the fat melts around it, that's what this
0: is. Great cigar. I don't know if I put
1: it. steak sauce on this thing, and you got yourself no. a home run.
0: Steak sauce? Come on. You don't put K- you put ketchup? ketchup. Of course, ketchup. <laughs> I have. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> of course you have. I would do it on like a Morton steak or Capital Grill, but yeah, you know. Unbelievable Chuck. Absolutely steak sauce, though. Absolutely not, unless it's a terrible steak.
3: It's smoky. It's a smoky taste. Um, you know, I don't get any of what you're saying, but it's. Um,
1: Oh, that where the salt and the pepper kind of come together, and it's not peppery. It's just that little hint of this spice to it. This is not something
3: I would I would recommend to a novice smoker because it's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's, it's medium plus. I think it's just medium, medium. Yeah, but it's good, and it's certainly well made. The, the tobacco is unique. It's not Nicaraguan tobacco. Um, where he's mentioning the pepper on it, it's slight. Maybe there's a there's a little, a little spice pepper, to it. A little pepper, yeah. And what you'll notice when you smoke the next more one, more red pepper than than black pepper. You're saying white pepper, you know? it's, more, white, it's white pepper all day long. You can taste the whiteness of it. <laughs> How very white of you, yeah. Hey, new cigars coming out. We're gonna see what we can get down on this list and see if we can get through it. Um, because next week is a big show. and We're not gonna get through any of this because we're talking to. The Hendrick. man, the myth, the legend, Hendrik Kellner, Hanky Kellner, and his son, Klaus Peter Hel- Kellner. How does Hanky come out of Hendrik? I don't know. They've always called him Hanky, and it was years before I realized his name was Hank. It was Hel- Hendrik. It was always Hanky. Um, last year, you remember Tatuahi coming out with the Little Monsters. This year, they're coming out with the Pudgy Monsters. That's, oh, yes. They're Big Ring Gauge.
0: It's got to be.
3: Pudgy. That's what I was called when I was younger. The, That was a nice way. You know, they start start with the hefty, before they call you a fat bastard. Start off with pudgy.
0: These
3: are the pudgy monsters. So we'll look forward to them. That's going to be at Halloween time. Um, you got the Tortuga Cedros that we've already tasted already. But he's got the uh, Tortuga Maduro Negro. Isn't that uh, redundant? I think it's darker, more oscuro type of thing, but... Um, the v, the Oro Vivo white, even though we got it because we had, so it's going to be out for regular production, the regular production. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, selling this morning. Guy come in, bought a box. One of the first customers of the day. Give me a box. Boom. I can't stop smoking. Them. Yeah. Really? That yeah. cologne size, man. It is a Corona and it is spectacular. Tarano's coming out with the Charlie Tarano. That's Charlie. 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 Charlie with an ah. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie. No,
0: no, no. Charlie.
3: All right, you're going to have to help me out with this because the cigar is already out. The last... Calaveras edition, that's Limitado 2014, Crown yeah. Heads. Yeah. This is a Crown Heads next edition. It is a limited edition, and this time not made by E.P. Carrillo, but made by Don Pepin Garcia in the My Father Cigar Factory. Um, speaking of that, the new one from My Father came out. We just received that. Uh, I smoked my first one last night of that. La Antiguedad. Pretty not bad? bad. Not bad. Not bad. So that's out there also. Kind of full body. Talk about black pepper. Oh, Holy yeah. God. Just open the black pepper, pour it all <laughs> over the, whatever you're eating, and that's the cigar. Just straight black pepper. No, it's too, it. too much for me. Too it's, much for me. It too. was
1: strong. That's supposedly. But listen, the,
3: the people are going to have a great taste for it. Oh, I'm yeah? going to say that it's going to be very, very highly rated. Cigar yeah. aficionado is going to be all over that. Well, they'll be able to taste it. The leather tongue folks <laughs> are going to love that cigar. That is. The ex- that is what Don Papine Garcia is all about. That's oh, yeah. the cigar. That's the signature. As soon as you light the cigar, you go, Holy God, Don Papine <laughs> times two. I mean, it's to a huge strength of that. Uh, Padilla is coming out with Padilla C A V A, Cava. And it's a 5x50, 6x60, 7x60, 8x60. He's doing it. And retailing at 675 to 875 What's the point of coming out with so many different lengths at 60 I know
1: it. Yeah. Have a A60 ring gauge and then have regular
3: sizes for the rest of us. Yeah. So the other 75% of the smokers. <laughs> Six by 60, and that's all you need on there. Impromptu by uh, Robert Codwell. Know anything about that? I know nothing. Nothing. Cosada uh, 40th anniversary. We mentioned that. Uh, did we mention that? I feel like I did. Uh, the 40th anniversary of Cosada. Um, They've been in business, I think, uh, about 20 years, but it's the 40th anniversary. They have a Solomon Press, which is a Solomon cigar that is box pressed. Six and three quarters by 50 by 33. That one.
0: By 33?
3: Yeah, because of the Solomon. Okay. So, how it's going to go down. Good luck with a draw on that thing. It's going to be very tight at the beginning it until it opens up. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah, I gotta applaud them for for attempting something like this. A box press Solomon. Very interesting.
0: Dave, quick question for yes. you because we're talking about new cigars, Rudy. Yep. Uh, Chuck, I haven't heard Dave mention the new cigar by Jose Blanco. Did he mention that last week? Jose uh, Blanco.
3: Two weeks ago, I believe we did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I the Senorial.
3: Senorial. Yeah. Okay. Which uh, had the launch uh, this week in um, New York, and I believe that should be shipped to us. We should be getting it this week and uh, should be on sale very, very shortly. I, uh, I have smoked early samples that he said he did not go with those blends. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Cohiba Commodore Dominican Cigar $20 plus. This is the one from the rap singer guy. Finally, they're putting oh, that cigar. The Jay-Z. The Jay-Z uh, Cohiba Commodore. Also, I heard Cohiba just won a... Um, suit against um, Cuba over the trademark of Cohiba. This thing's been going back and forth for 20 years. The latest is Cohiba just won so uh, it's Cuba's serve now and this has been a long long running uh, thing that's been going on for that so I'm going to put a line on my paper here where I left off and uh, we're going to do our best to finish this up because next week we aren't going to get to any of this so we got to finish uh, our lineup. i got about maybe two tr- 20 more to get to. Um, but, uh, did you know what you eat for breakfast will determine the orientation of your child? What? Shocking data that has absolutely nothing to do with cigars. So I don't know why we're talking about it, but it might have something to do with what you ate today. We'll talk about that when we come back. Also, Old fire Freddy in the aging room. We got Asylum to get to. And, uh... Lots more. So stick around, everybody. Uh, we're enjoying our Bandolero cigars right now. This is pack two. We're going to get to back three when we return, and uh, we'll see uh, which one we like best. But in the meantime, we are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Bandolo- Bandolero Travioso,
0: it's
1: a little short torpedo. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be right back.
0: And remember, if you're enjoying the content presented here on The Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. We'll be right back with the second hour here on The Cigar Authority.
2: Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss,
1: member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality.
3: This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vincana. I'm
2: J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangy. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And space. The authority on everything cigar. Yeah. to hearing it. and out of the cigar industry. Go. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo.
0: New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs>
2: well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord Baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the South call you. Hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal. Woo! Shake it
3: Do it. Do it. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, back on the Cigar Authority. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here with us. And uh, what's for breakfast? Wait till you hear this one. <laughs> we got old Fire Freddy in the aging room and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority.
1: And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of world Two Guys live. Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. We have three stores,
3: folks. We are world the wide. only show. All in the same General area. Can you shut up? Uh, I
1: love it. We're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You, of course, tune in at thecigarauthority.com and you watch us live or you catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it
3: and forget it on both. Okay, pack three Bandolero. Boom! This is uh, supposedly the fuller body that steps up a little bit, and uh, these I, are canisters. I call it medium plus. is built inside, by the way. You take the top knob. Yeah, you just dip it in water. You pop it open. The little sponge is right there. You can add the little humidifying solution, yeah. some water, whatever you're going to do. You get it, give it a little twist on the top. Built-in humidor. Pretty awesome. Everything that he comes out with. He's already humidified. He's not taking any chances. You are not going to get a cigar and say it wasn't properly humidified. He's being sure that that happens. That is correct. As far as temperature goes, he's sure that happens too. He's doing everything he can possibly can because you want, he wants to make sure that this is perfect. These are cellophane cigars. When we first received these products in, nothing that he had was cellophane. If you know uh, in Cuba they don't use cellophane, he didn't want cellophane either. And uh, it was us. Oh, I didn't know it. We demanded. There was just so much damage. They're in canisters to begin with. And somebody takes one or two out, and you open and close the canister, and somebody's messing around. We were smoking a lot of cigars. We like them. But, my God, the amount of damages were yeah. just too much. So we said, listen, you got to do it. So uh, you look at it and say, I wish they were uncellophaned. Buy a jar. Take the cellophane off, put them back in the jar. I'll tell you, the aroma is unbelievable oh, it's, if you do it. It's spectacular. But uh, for retail sales type of thing, just too much damage, too much. So it's time to cut our cigar. This is the Bandolero. What is this called? Pack three? This is Pack three, the Tremendos. Tremendos. This, this is my favorite. It is tremendous. It is tremendous. Does tremendos mean tremendous? I have no idea. No idea. Sure. I don't speak Spanish. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at. Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And they have a new cigar coming out soon. Yes, they do. So we'll talk about that, too. But uh, first, we're going to give this thing a little cut. Nice. And now we're going to torch it up with this awesome black label lighter from Vertigo. Tell us a little about this.
0: LBL.
1: This is, uh, they say it's windproof. The only problem I have with calling something windproof is there's no filament on the inside to keep the uh, flame, make the flame relight. So it's really wind resistant. Uh, It does have a fold-out cutter. I almost lit the wrong end. (laughs) What? Then it'd be difficult to keep the wrong end out of your mouth. (laughs) Uh, It's got a large flame adjuster and single action ignition. You just press it on the side, just like Dave said, on a DuPont lighter. Boom. And you're rocking it now.
3: Pre pre lighting, tasting a yep. pre lit. Yep. Sweeter mm. than the last cigar, raisiny sweet. Absolutely. That's the difference that I taste. I taste this, this raisiny is, uh,
1: applesauce without the cinnamon in a pork chop. What? Mm.
3: <laughs> the applesauce actually in the pork chop? Oh yeah. Don't put it on top. Don't put it to the no side. No, you Actually, f- put it fillet in. fillet
1: the pork chop, and then you stuff it with applesauce, and you bake it, and it's uh, pretty
0: remarkable. You put yeah. it in there like you put the proof in the pudding. That's it. Proof in the pudding. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: the, the proof's in the pork chop.
0: Put in brownie, man. I don't, I don't get
1: that. I don't Although think there, I... there, there, there was a recipe my mom made as a kid where her brownies had pudding on the inside
2: Yeah.
3: Your, your mother as a kid?
1: Well, when I was a kid, my mom made oh. brownies, and she was able to somehow get the pudding inside the, the
3: brownie. Really? So there you go. Beautiful wrapper. I don't know what it is. He tells me. Carmelito kn- Oscuro. Also on this? That's what. Same This rapper. is Carmelito Oscuro. The other one is Carmelito. Oh, yeah. And then. Um, okay. So this is darker. um, Camelito, whatever Camelito is, yeah. Any country of origin, anything for me. He doesn't tell any of this stuff because he he does a lot of winking. Yeah, yeah. He'll say I'm not going
1: to tell you, and then he'll wink
3: like I like I know, <laughs> and he thinks I know, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, he says some things, and we've had him on before, and I'm going to see him in actually a couple of weeks. He's coming up to see me um, after the show is over. Actually, he's coming up late on a Saturday and leaving on a Sunday morning, and. Um, He'll, uh, he'll say some things to me I'll be honest with you And I know he listens to the show uh, When he's not in Cuba And I don't get it all There's a lot of things that are lost in translation Yeah You know, and he says, I told you this before And I'm sure he did And I didn't understand a word of it Yeah,
1: instead of saying, throw the socks down the stairs He'll say, throw me over the stairs, my socks And you're like, hang on a second Let me process <laughs> this But he speaks a bunch of languages uh, just English isn't very good yet. Since you're not great at Spanish, maybe you should learn one of the other languages that he speaks, and then you could have common ground, like German. That's why I can't beat
3: him up too much about it, because I can barely speak English. So. Or Italian. You could learn Italian. You're Italian. I tried. I know the swear words. That's Austrian. It. Oh, good day, mate. shrink on the barbie. <laughs> Southern Austrian, but that's that's fine. All right, so, uh, you know, I, I always told you I like pack two the best, and you like pack three the best. The initial light of this and the initial pre-taste better. I like this one better. Yeah, I agree. Now, it's early on, <clears throat> and I got this other one that's only half done. I'm going to go back to it because I'm going to really, for the first time, try to figure out which one. Because that's a, a, a question that's asked all the time. Which one do you like? Which blend do you like best? And I want to know, is it the same thing except the, the wrapper? What are we, what are we going, to, going on it here? He doesn't
1: get into details, man. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I enjoy... And I'm, I, I usually, or used to, I should say, smoke milder cigars. And I've been getting into fuller body stuff. No, yeah, you said you're off the shade stuff. I'm off the shade stuff, man. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Hmm. I can't smoke a shade cigar and enjoy it anymore. Yeah, I'm going to give you an ad later on. We'll see what you think. Yeah, blind taste <laughs> me on it. Tell me if I can tell if it's Connecticut Shade. It, is it? Well, who knows what it is. That's true. You don't know if it's Connecticut Shade. Yeah.
3: But this is good. This is... Yeah, it is... This is the best $12 bucks you are going to spend. Again, this one is eleven ninety nine too. We Both of these are the $12 ones, right? Yeah. So that's the size. We went to the smaller sizes. Again, I've smoked everything on each size, on each one, and I think they taste the same to me. I don't see a di- much of a difference uh, besides if, it, if it's thicker, it's going to burn cooler. If it's thinner, it's going to burn hotter and all that. But other than that, that's it. Have but, you ever eaten grits? Many times, yes. Really. Really? Yeah. What? Have you ever eaten No. Grits? Never had a grit? Never had
0: a grit. Really? Yeah. Okay. All the traveling you're doing yep. stuff? You I've know? had opportunity, just no, I'm not interested. I've had
1: grits. Harmony. Maybe three times in really? My life. Really? Maybe three times. So scientists at Stanford University released a study showing that men who regularly eat grits.
3: I wouldn't say regularly because it was probably 20 years before I had my first grit because they don't have it around here. We're in New Hampshire. Okay. Well, you might be okay then. Okay.
1: Uh, if you regularly eat grits, you are 70% more likely to have a gay child. 70% more likely 70%. to have a gay child if you
0: eat grits Come regularly. Come on.
1: The same study did find some co- uh, correlation between.
0: This uh, study just took a dart and threw it against the wall.
1: It, it, they found a correlation between maternal intake of sugar during pregnancy and childhood obesity.
0: Is this the asylum bit?
1: But the most surprising finding was that fathers who ate grits had a much greater chance of having a gay child. We're not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying this is what the study says. So
3: it's not a people don't choose if they're gay, right? I don't know. Well, not if you have a grit. My dad used to eat grits. Hey, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? My dad
0: used to eat grits. Yeah. Those that drink PEPs here are more likely to have a female than a male child.
1: So there's a chemical called... You made
0: that up. <laughs> of course I did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, they investigated further into the study, and they discovered a chemical called hom- homotonin, which acts as a free radical Makes you inside you a man's homosexual. testes and damages his spurs' DNA. From the DNA damage rip. is then passed to the child, and researchers believe it's responsible for the later development of homosexuality. Uh gay people that like to say they are born that way and they are right, he explains.
3: They're coming to take me away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Google it, man. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, homosexuality, Homosexuality is a choice, but it's the father's choice. What he eats for breakfast is going to determine the orientation of his child, or could, according to this Stanford study. If you don't like it, don't send your kid to Stanford. Stanford study says this. Grits have the highest... Homotonin levels—it's off the charts, all right. according to the study.
0: I want to know other
1: foods. Hang on, these all are right. other foods that are that are found actually mostly in the, stu- in the south. Uh, sweet tea, biscuits, yeah. chicken fried steak, and awesome. cornbread also have very significant amounts of this homotonin.
3: If as big as I am, if I ever lived down south, I'd eat all those things <laughs> regularly because I love them all. But I don't eat them much because we don't have that stuff around here. But it's delicious. I do enjoy. But, so, are you saying there's more homosexuals down south? Is that of... you just saying. Are you saying that? I'm saying we have, we have a lot of people who listen to the show for that
1: listen. There may be some closet individuals down south, and you know what? This could be your opportunity just to come out. You can blame it on your parents. There's no guilt. It's fine. Blame it on the grits. That's that's, well.
0: that's who you are. Who's the guy or the girl that that comes up with the hypothesis for this study? Like. I wonder what the correlation well, is what between happens. grits you're, and homosexuality.
1: You are you're a college student and you have a project you have to do I, to get your master's degree or your, your doctorates and you're smoking weed. Yeah, this is why drugs are bad. And you come up with this in a drunken stupor. You write it down, and then you wake up the next morning. You're you going no better do it. idea. You're not going
3: to do it. You don't think I will? 70%. Sent, 70% better chance. 70% better chance. How many years did the study go on to figure something out like it's, that? It's uh, 15,000 volunteers
1: over the course of 30 years determining the influence of parental diet on the development of childhood illnesses.
0: Wow. Wow.
3: This is for real.
1: Serious as a heart attack, man. It was on the internet, so therefore it has They're to be true. To take
3: me away. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the internet, so it has to be true. It said Stanford, so I went with it. Okay. It's all a right. reputable college. Hey, while you're enjoying life to the fullest, eating all the grit you want, or whatever you want to do, it's important to be, somehow, be a gentleman. How to be more debonair and more gentleman like is Mr. Chuck Morrison.
0: Do you need a gentleman. Gentlemen. Gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seat belts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And it is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of. Reality. Please enjoy responsibly, kids. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, today's Gentleman's Way has been suppressed now and anxiously wanting to come out for well over a year. Wow. He's coming out of the closet. And... His parents ate grits. Yeah, I <laughs> love grits. That's <laughs> why I have such an issue with the study. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, So, Dave, you you might remember our our discussion last year around this time. It came up during Mother's Day. It came up during Father's Day. Now, next week we have a special show. So I wanted to squeeze it in the week before Father's Day. Yeah. And my stance is, is that a gentleman will not just get a gift for his own father, if he's still alive, but for any father within the family. You have an issue with that. You disagree with that. Yes. You're saying if you're going to get a Father's Day gift or a Mother's Day gift, it should only be for your mother or
3: your grandfather.
0: No, no. According to that. him, no.
3: No, it's my father, and his my father would have to buy his father a Father's Day
0: present. But Dave was, according to his logic, See, would not be. Now able to.
3: I split the difference. I would run it up the chain.
1: So, I'd, although I, we don't celebrate Father's Day in my family, but. I would get it for my dad, so, and we, then I'd you get know it what it for that means. So, what? We
3: don't celebrate Father's Day in my family. Means he doesn't buy his father a present. Correct. That's what that he means. He doesn't want one. <laughs> he doesn't want point. one. Not true. Who doesn't want a present? Yeah. My That's dad right. does not. I'll you text buy him, him right a now. Box of grits. I'll buy because <laughs> he obviously loves them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, double dances bell. Dances with hmm.
0: men. I gotta say.
3: It's his, it's his Indian name. Dances with men.
1: <laughs> this is true. This is true. What are you looking up? I'm texting him right now to see if he wants a Father's
0: Day get present. Get out so you of can see it. Oh, stop it. Well, the point of the gentleman's way is that I believe that a true gentleman will get a gift for on Father's Day for every father figure within his family. I have. That means your uncle, dad, aunts and
3: uncles, yeah, on each side. They may live far away, and it's not. I don't think that's being a
0: gentleman. It's very nice, but then they expect it. And We'll leave it up to discussion. We'll see what our audience says. If you want to send a comment, you can go to thecigarauthority.com. I would say to all
3: fathers that I bump into or something, hey, happy Father's Day. Uncle Tony, happy Father's Day, so and so. If I saw them, I'm actually not going to pick the phone up and call them up and say, happy Father's Day.
0: You buy your father in law
3: a Father's Day? Sure.
0: Do you? Well, if he was alive, I would. Okay. Yeah. Nice cigar. Box of grits. Box of grits. (laughs) That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Okay. There's a big uh, thing that's going on
3: here in Massachusetts right now. We're uh, a couple of young, uh, young bucks, uh, gentlemen, men, 18-plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, had their graduation. And you, talk, after,
0: and, and you talk about being debonair.
3: Yeah, Nicholas, yeah. Nicholas Donovan and Dylan Jutras. So from what I understand, if I have this right, um, and I got, I heard from a lot of people today because this is a very local story up here in this area, um, here in Beverly, Massachusetts, which is not far from where we are right now, closer to our Seabrook store. Yeah. And um, those young men, after graduation, uh, they got the cap and gown on and everything, and them and uh, three of their buddies and their front page of the paper light up a cigar in celebration. We sell lots of cigars. Um, this is we, a big time of year. Yep. Yeah. And um, they the school saw this, and they weren't hiding from it. They're 18 years old. It's a legal product. Yep. Not one person told them to put the
1: cigars out at? Outdoors. Outdoors, and when they lit it up. No one said you have to put that out because I was thinking, all right, if I lit up a cigar at their graduation— would someone come up to me and say, you
3: have to put that out? No. In the local newspaper, front page of the paper, they put it in there because they saw how happy they were and all the caps and gowns around them. And they lit the cigar and they were so happy and they put it on there. The newspaper thinking they're do- doing the right thing until the school itself sees it. Yeah. And then what happens?
1: And they get uh, kicked off of their Division Two team uh, just before the Division Two North Championship. Uh, for the cross,
3: so they they've graduated all set. They're wrapping up the the year on the uh, sports side of it. They're going for the championship big game, and they say, uh, "You got by the way, you guys are thrown off because you actually lit up a cigar. Uh, it doesn't matter that." After graduation, that half the graduation team right. went uh, did some oxycontin and, and shot some heroin and had well, a big party after and drank till they were uh, you know couldn't even see any longer. That's okay, but these guys actually did light up a legal product, a cigar, in celebration of graduating after twelve years of school, yeah. and they are off the friggin' team. And it's it's
1: a minor infraction with a maximum penalty, according to John Donovan, the father of Nick. Uh, he says, "I don't think it's applied with the spirit of the rule in mind. The spirit of the rule is we don't want any student to be involved with drugs or alcohol, which I, John Donovan, agree with 100%. Absolutely. Sure, However,
3: sure. they got to be 21 for that.
1: The application of the ruling was not in line with the spirit of the rule itself, and he describes it as a celebratory thing that transcends generations and cultures. Oh my! What God, is the first thing you do when you have a baby? You hand out cigars. Yep. Look at the statue of Red Arback." Smoking a victory cigar—it symbolizes victory, it symbolizes
3: accomplishment. It doesn't symbolize anything negative. So as obviously, far the father's okay with this. Completely okay. Of course, okay. the father probably bought it for him, yep. which didn't have to because he could have come up and bought it because the smoking age to buy tobacco products is 18 years old. Yeah, yeah, it so get is. But and these are men. they can go and old.
1: die for their country. Yep. Start a family. And they're going to get kicked off their lacrosse team because they smoked a cigar. If Crazy. they were, if they were, if they were caught. As alcoholics, they would be put into a program. People would feel bad for them.
3: Okay, they would cheer them. They would cheer them at the, at the pep rally, at the, at the sporting event they would allow them to be at. This is ridiculous. Mm. They have a constitutional right to smoke a cigar. They're of legal age, and it's a legal product. And this thing, if there was some, listen, it's a lot of money to end up going through the thing, but they, they could own that school. Oh, oh, yeah. And I hope they do. I uh- hope they find a lawyer willing to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. Now, these young men that lit that cigar, it's tough out there. They get out of school. Maybe they're going to college. Maybe they're looking for a summer job. Maybe they're looking for something. Listen, there's a job waiting for you at Two Guys Smoke Shop.
1: We will hire them in a
0: second.
3: Oh, okay. Mr. Jonathan already reached out to them to try to get a hold of them before the show today to offer them the position if they want it. Yep. And uh, they have not responded yet or heard anything. Wouldn't it be great to have them on next oh. week on Father and Sunday? Oh, Yeah. Listen, we're having a father and son cigar dinner, and there's going to be 18-year-old men, and I say men because they're not kids; they're men. That's right. That I started smoking cigars at 18 years old. I, 25 years old, I opened a cigar shop. I hope these guys do the same thing. Be awesome. My God, it's unbelievable, and and they look like good kids too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Not that you can judge a book by its cover. Maybe they're jerks, but they lit up a cigar. There's nothing wrong with that.
3: And, and, and the father was okay with it? and Of course. Uh, even if the father wasn't okay with it, they're 18 years old, they can do what they want. That's the point. Not according to the school. Not according to the school. They, and I'm going to go even further. Age restrictions. Yarmouth, Massachusetts, raises the tobacco age to 21. Cape Cod town of Yarmouth, Massachusetts, will soon raise the minimum age to purchase tobacco from 18 to 21 as the town's Board of Health voted 3 to 2. Five people on Monday to change this law. This is... Board of Health. Five old ladies in the Board of Health are changing the law. Even if one of them has a penis, they're still old ladies. The change will go into effect on July 1st, despite requests on the board who recognize that it should take effect on September 1st because the area is the highest during tourism season, which is right now, right 4th of July, the, the tour, this, these people live and die by the tourism That's that happens it. At, at, during the 4th of July time, and they're going to do this on July 1st. Just stab them, with, stab them with a knife. Do what you can to kill them. Uh, the vote was not open to public comment. Of course not. No. This was just... Why would it be? Yeah. Monopoly. Chairwoman Tanya Dagnalt. Dagnalt. Wow. She sounds like a bitch. Saying it was uh, a proposal that has been on the table for six months, according to the Cape Cod Town. Wow. Uh, Cape Cod Town, 24,000 residents of Barnstable County, and they have to be 21. And that is not only going to hurt the, um, the shop owners, but it's going to hurt the economy in that area. Absolutely. Yeah, well. July 1st. Yeah. Why would they do such a thing? And what the hell is going on? There was, They do not have the right to make a law, the Board of Health. It's ridiculous, and it's got to stop. I mean, it's going to be a revolution. It's got to be. There's got to be a stop to this ridiculous stuff. This should be the asylum stuff. This should be what asylum is. You get ready for the asylum? I'm ready. All right, let's, let's go to the asylum right now. Let's take a look in the asylum because this they're is ridiculous. To
0: take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away.
1: It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's asylum. In 1913, it was legal to mail children. With stamps attached to their clothing, children rode trains to their destination, accompanied by letter carriers. One newspaper reported it cost 53 cents for parents to mail their daughter to her grandparents for a family visit. As news stories and photos popped up around the country, it didn't take long to get a law on the books, making it illegal to send children through the mail. That's insane. It's kind of awesome, though. (laughs) That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's asylum.
3: They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho. Can we mail our Board of Health the hell out of here? Oh man, wouldn't that be awesome? Maybe to some communist country where they belong? Well, they're already in a communist country. Right. This is the craziest thing. Craziest thing. Let's start uh, going through some more new cigars that are going to pop up very, very soon. Um, Camacho, Ecuador. We received the uh, box a sample, from the Davidoff, yeah. folks, the so samples of that. And uh, maybe I don't know, it's going to be a couple of weeks before we can get to that on the show. Uh, but Camacho, uh, beautiful packaging, and they are line extending the hell out of that brand. So there's lots of different Camachos out there. Camacho Ecuador, which is the Ecuadorian wrapper that's on it. When we opened it up, the first thing we said was what? How can it possibly be from Ecuador? It's too dark. Very, very dark. Right. Ecuador is a cloud-covered area and tends to... Um, produce a um, shade, you know, the, there's Connecticut shade, and then there's Connecticut seed grown in Ecuador that looks like Connecticut shade, and it's not, it's sun-grown, but it looks like it because it's cloud-covered. Yeah, there's lots of natural yeah, cloud Yet this covered. was so dark. So a lot of people use in Ecuador, though. A lot of Ecuador out there.
0: Uh, Quick question yep. for you, Dave. Why Connecticut? Like, Vermont has awesome farms. I think upstate New York. It's the valley. Mass- is it the valley? Yeah. It's
1: the valley. All the water channels down from the mountains. All right. Get those extra nutrients and minerals in the that. soil. Like, yeah. And it just grows better there. The same, there's, there's some places in Massachusetts in valleys the same way.
0: All right. It's Connecticut. No no disrespect to Connecticut, but, you know. No disrespect. Uh, Davidoff
3: Diadema Fina. This is the new size of Davidoff Nicaraguan that's going to come out. A Diadema Fina. Uh, big... Um, they're going big? They're going big. This is uh, an $18 cigar in boxes of 12. So we'll look for that. Um, so, you know. Why the, mess
1: with the perfect 10-count box? Just make it a 10-count box. The uh, math is easy. You're buying a 10-count box. It's perfect.
3: I, I don't know. They just make it another You should advise time. them. I do. I sit on their advisory board, <laughs> and they listen to nothing that I say. They listen to it. But that's it. It's that's like me like <laughs> DJing. I take requests. I don't play them, but yeah. I, I do take them. They also have uh, Avos Greatest Hits coming out. Avos Greatest Hits. Avo. Is that a uh, CD? No, yeah. it is a box of cigars with the past limited releases. All the past limited releases in one box. Hmm. One of each, with the exception of the 05. There are no O fives out left. There was an 05. If you have O fives, let me tell you, highly collectible right now. They have no 05, so they made the limited release with listing everything except that. The 22, if you remember that, if you're old enough to remember that one going back, that was the one in the in the uh, canister. That is not going to be available either. It didn't have the number at that time of the year. It was a 22. It was like the first one that came out. That's up there with one of the greatest cigars I ever smoked, Ever. B.G. Meyer. This is Bob Weiss from Camacho's uh, new cigar called B.G. Meyer. He also has one called Slacker, a 4 by 40 4 in a tin. That's coming out. Uh, Tatuaje Tattoo Caballero Cigars. This is the... Uh, we already smoked this on the show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 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 This is the $5 Robusto that has already hit. There's three new sizes coming out. We'll see that at the show. That was just a, the uh, test of uh, of it. you got the Nesta Miranda collection coming out. Uh, I understand a uh, retirement coming out on Nesta Miranda. Well, he retired hmm. from Ashketball. Yes, he did. The day that he, that he did it, he retired. He uh, did it once. It went right in, and he said, that's it. I retire. La... P-A-T-R-O-N-A. Please don't spell it to me. I've got to read it. <laughs> Patrona? Patrona, yeah. So there's Patron rum. Yeah. And then there's Padron cigars. I believe it's Patron tequila.
0: Really? Yeah. I think okay. he's right, yeah.
3: And then you've got La Patrona. That's going to be an issue. Ooh, that is an issue. You, this stuff, uh, here it is, here, and then all the legal stuff will happen at the trade show uh, yeah. first day. Nat Sherman has EPOCA, E P O C A. You got Robert Caldwell's collection. Nice. You got the uh, 601 LaBamba Warhead. This is the firecracker ripoff that continues. Just to piss me off. It's nice that you can
1: say that now because you used to be so mad about it you didn't want to talk about it. It's
3: ridiculous. You're you're able to work through. It's good. The ripoff continues, and it continues again with the 601 La Bamba bunker buster. So taking this idea that was, uh, what was the word they used? Uh, Crazy in Spanish. which is loco. Loco. Yeah, it was the loco idea. And here it is continuing. La juga nunchak. The noonchuck is a firecracker, two firecrackers with the fuse connected into a noonchuck okay. type of thing. Now the noonchuck is a ripoff of the zing noonchuck, which is also my idea. Yeah. But I'll tell you the nice thing about this one. They asked first. They asked. That's nice of them. They asked. And you said, of course, I did. Yes, I did. Do you mind if we completely rip off your idea of the noonchuck? Yes. I, I, no, I do not mind. Okay. I like that you're asking. Um, is this going to be forever? Or are you going to do a one-time thing? No, it's a one-time thing. Just wonder if it's okay. Don't want to piss you off worse than you're already pissed off because the company that's making it is the 601 people.
1: Some dots have been connected now. There we go. Okay.
3: Uh, E.P. Carrillo is coming out with the Inch C99. Don't know anything about it, but it's the C99 of the Inch. They didn't do well with their short-run Inch. <clears throat> They
1: did at the beginning. Not the short-run inch. Oh. The inch itself is still pretty good, but their short-run inch, not so well. Uh,
3: the new Perdomo, I can let the cat out of the bag on that because it, uh, it showed up on the Internet. This is a cigar. They're uh, aging the tobacco in bourbon barrels, and they've been doing it for 12 years. Wow. This is the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage. It's going to come in three wrappers, as they do. Lots of sizes. Be careful. Because it can really fill up a humidor when they end up doing the three sizes. But do what you do. I'm not going to hold your hands, but (laughs) as you can see, we have no room. This is a lot of cigar stores, man. There's no room around. Um, Hoya de Nicaragua is coming out with the Hoya de Nicaragua Red. This is a medium-bodied. Usually the Hoya de Nicaragua is too full bodied uh, for most people. So the the people that love Hoya de Nicaragua, love Hoya de Nicaragua. It is on the... the, uh, Nine ten scale of strength um this one they say is down to the five six scale and the price is down to the six to eight dollars cigar. so we'll look forward to that and the my father is coming out with a connecticut It's 750 to 10 dollars so lucy um they did do um the um Local um, New England edition of the, uh, yeah, 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 the of that, yeah. and we'll see uh, what they do with that. So that is my wrap-up right now of the cigars that I know that are coming out that I can actually tell. And there's a couple other ones that the manufacturer doesn't want told only because they don't want to get it ripped off. That is my job, to me to get ripped off, not them. So... That is that. So why don't we take a look into the social media? Okay, let's take a look into the social media brought to you by the cigars that were built on social media, Recluse Cigars. Here's the best tweets of the week. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse
1: Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these are the best tweets I saw all week. If you are going to rattle my cage, you best be sure I'm padlocked in it. A boiled egg in the morning is hard to beat. <laughs> that deserves a double right there, by the way.
3: <laughs>
1: Forget the melting polar ice caps. The most devastating element of the future will surely be how many grandmothers have tramp stamps.
0: Oh, good call. Yeah.
1: Right? It's going to be a mess. Newton's third law of emotion. For every male action, there is an equal and opposite female overreaction. Yay! Yay. And the best tweet I saw all week, I wonder if you were to pressure your child into drugs, alcohol, and gangbanging, if they would disappoint you and become a doctor. Nothing. <laughs> no. Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled N2 bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw.
3: How many times? Every, Every time. time. And they got a new cigar coming out. Armadeus. Armadeus. Rock me Armadeus. Armadeus. The Recluse Armadeus, which is a Connecticut Shade box press cigar. Yeah. Not easy to do. Not easy to do. And I think that's authentic, real Connecticut Shade. It certainly looked it. Yeah. Flawless wrapper. Yeah. So we'll see what that does. So we're seeing some folks getting into milder cigars. Milder cigars mm. seems to well, be. Well, uh, it's funny because 80% of the people in the world smoke milder cigars. So they, so wanna, they actually want to <coughs> sell them. That, that's what the idea is. Sell the cigars. Uh, Diamond Crown Experience is coming. It's coming real soon. And um, we are going to have the drawing on that on June 30th, not just us, but in cigar shops across the country. You buy three Diamond Crown cigars, you're going to get a mug, you buy a box, you get a Diamond Crown ashtray, and ten chances to win a prize that, let me tell you, is The time of your life. It is. This is great. A three-day, two-night smoking experience, October 16th, 17th, and 18th, round trip airfare for two. The Tampa, Florida deluxe accommodations, a tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum in Tampa, a a, uh, tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, including cigars, dinner in the boardroom, first-class seating at the Tampa Bay Lightning Game, where you can watch the hockey game and smoke cigars at the same time. It is awesome. (laughs) We're going to have cigars and cocktails at Bobby Newman's home, and you will sit on the Cigar Authority taping at the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory and Museum. Cigars are included. You'll be part of the show. We're going to be there. And this is cigar shops. I think 50 cigar shops across the country running this. Yeah. So wherever you are, go to your brick-and-mortar stores. See if they're part of the Diamond Crown experience. If they are, let me tell you, it's certainly worth three cigars to get in on this. Try one of each. That's the way to go. Oh, we the call it go. the trifecta. Yes. Yeah. And you smoke a regular Diamond Crown, a Diamond Crown Maximus, and a Diamond Crown Julius Caesar, my favorite. Oh. You would think that the regular Diamond Crown would be my favorite. I'm so into the Julius Caesar. This is the third week now that
1: we have uh, customers doing the trifecta yes. and the, what do we call it? Hat trick. The hat trick. So you, you smoke a cigar in each one of 2 guys' smoke shops, and at the end you get a two-guy smoke shop hat that you can't buy. And they're also doing it with the diamond crown, so they're smoking one diamond crown in one store, the next diamond crown in the next store, the next diamond crown, and they're getting their three chances to win at the final store.
3: And they get their hat and their mug, and it's awesome. And they get the, and they get and the chance, chance to win. That. And that's called a trifecta here, at 2 Guys smoke shop. And it's often attempted, but not always because they end up staying too long. Right. You run out of time. And and they run out of time. The
1: mistake is trying to do it on Sunday. We're only open six hours. So you really got to crank. You got to stick to the one cigar,
3: not talk too much, get down to business and stay focused. Some of the guys came up. uh, There was uh, four motorcycle guys last week. And they said, hey, they just left one store to come to the other, going to the third one. They're doing the trifecta here. Uh, they want to come up and say, hi, is that okay? I said, yeah. So they came up in the office, and we sh- shot the baloney there for a while. And uh, <laughs> they, they look at the watch, and they go, oh, my God, we got to go. And they ran because they weren't going to make it. And they made it. Uh, we have one final hat winner. You got him.
1: Okay. Andex. Oh, yeah. the chat box. Yay. We'll he's, be getting his hat sent to him. He's fired up, man. Yay. He's all excited. So he's on right now? Yeah. And he was the last one to? He was the first one I texted. He was the last one to get back to me.
3: Because he's listening to the show, not paying attention to his phone, which is the way to go. That's very gentleman <laughs> It is right? very debonair. Because I'm sure people are listening to the show, smoking a cigar and doing, you know, maybe when they're on listening to the show, they can still be Googling and all
1: that oh, stuff, Oh, yeah, right? and, and they do, and, and they, they do.
3: do. Uh, next week's debonair could be uh, cell phone
1: etiquette, by the way, Chuck. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, quick question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, they have a question, just a quick question before we hit break, on what your thoughts are on Room 101 guess it's getting a lot of play Uh, if you had it what you think well
3: is this the new room 101 which is called the what
0: um payback
3: the big payback payback. the big payback
0: doesn't say specifically he just said hey chuck can you ask dave and mr jonathan what their thoughts are well there's
3: so many different room 101s that's why i say if it's the new big payback Mm -hmm. which um
0: the big payback (laughs) go ahead say it i'll say it just says what do you think of the room 101 cigars it's a, a
3: low-priced, big ring-gauge cigar that... Um, that it's insane that they would try to do that. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> yeah. Ew. Yeah. Um, very similar to another cigar. Very similar. Uh, priced a little better. Um, we'll see what happens and why the payback. I wonder yeah. why the payback. You know, the, 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 it's funny with this this little crazy industry that we're in. When you know the backstory of a lot of the things that go on and what happens, and a brand came out comes out, and you see the name of it, and you wonder where the name came comes. And as soon as I saw it, I smiled. You know, and I, I, I was with them uh, with the folks from Davidoff when they uh, showed it to the board of advisors. And uh, here I want to show you something, and they show us the big payback and. I smiled and I said, "Oh my, you know, yeah. okay, I, I can connect the dots. If you can connect the dots, <laughs> yeah. connect the dots. That's what it's called. And maybe there's no no story to it. The box looks pretty similar. <laughs> Just saying. Oh boy. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it looks like something else. And this this industry is a whole bunch of that is copying, copying, copying. I, you know, I love the idea of somebody." Coming up with original stuff, the problem with originality is it's very expensive because most of it doesn't Mm -hmm. stick to the wall, right? You throw a bunch of things to the wall, some are going to stick. When you get one that sticks, the other people steal it. And if you think being first is everything, it's not. First has nothing to do with it, especially if it didn't get out there big enough Mm -hmm. that now the guy capitalizes on somebody else's idea. I like to kind of stick to the guy that came up with the idea and that's me personally that he did it and you know the thing is if if there's demand for it we're taking it in and we're gonna have demand for it uh nothing wrong with it but uh, that's how i feel if you're talking about the big payback as far as the rest of um all the room one-on-ones are so many i mean it just keep trying another one and trying another one and Whatever, it, it, it's hard to keep track. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, we're going to take a break. When we get back, uh, we'll catch up on some mailbag questions. Maybe um, we got the winners of the thing, but we got um, what do we got? The aging room coming up. We got um, next week's show with Hanky e. Kellner. We'll tell you a little about that. And what uh, maybe you guys have some questions to ask Hanky e. Kellner, and you can throw that in. Um, And um, new things coming up uh, on the show, where we're going to be and what we're going to be doing and lots more. So stick around, everybody. There's more from the Cigar Authority coming up in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch.
3: Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met, over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir.
1: Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean
3: five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. A little person. No. No.
2: Mr.
1: Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate Above the Mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com.
0: He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, hey, you. He is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar
1: world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium, handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world.
0: It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo. It lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro. Except... It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. All right, I'll sign up today.
2: Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Can
3: I sue him on the Pudgy Monsters <laughs> that it was actually made after me? Pudgy, because they used to call
1: Maybe that's his big picture. So
3: back. somebody comes out with a fat bastard. I guess I have no, uh, no, have no objections. Recourse. No causes. Uh, okay, we're going to catch up on uh, some of the mailbag questions. And um, a lot of them um, were responses to the FDA, so I want to take care of that. Uh, F. Kurt Millard, I got a, a nice letter from you. A uh, Chuck Berry and Brian Meredith, and I'm not going to read through all of it because you guys are pretty much saying, um, and I appreciate the the letters uh, we're getting from you, but it's pretty much uh, what everybody's saying, and I had to come up with my response to the FDA, and I did that this week, finally, but I wanted to hear everything. You know, it didn't matter when you got in, uh, as long as you get in before the deadline. Uh, which is plenty of time still. I say plenty of time, but we got say thirty days or so mm-hmm. uh, before the deadline is up. And I have my response here. I'm going to read it out to you. So this is my response. What I sent to the FDA. I, I advise everybody to do the same. Um, you can do that through the IPCPR's website, uh, which is what I did. I'll tell you, it's a little more difficult than going to CRA.org. It's pretty. Um, that is set up easy. Err. So I recommend that, uh, CRA.org. It doesn't matter. It's getting to them one way or the other. Um, and here's what I wrote. I am a retail tobacconist, and I have been for 29 years. I would like to respond to the April 25th, 2014 notice of the proposed rulemaking, NPRM, that's what they call it, of the deeming of tobacco products under the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act. There are aspects of the proposed regulations that could have devastating impact on my small businesses, two-guy smoke shop with three locations in New Hampshire. I oppose the imposition of the costly remarketing review process on premium cigars. Pre-market review would cost be cost prohibitive for many manufacturers, effectively eliminating their ability to release special editions and seasonal blends. Such products are a distinctive aspect of our industry and a large part of my business. We have had many special cigars made for our shops over the years and would like to continue as it is a big part of what we have done for many years. I also oppose the creation of the arbitrary price point of the cigars to be deemed premium. As a retailer, wholesale prices change like all agricultural products. Prices have absolutely no factor in determining if a cigar is a premium or not. What I can negotiate and pay wholesale for the same product someone may pay more or less. And what the consumer pays at retail has and should have nothing to do with it. If it's a premium cigar, why would the price anyone paid for it make any difference of the product at all? It certainly wouldn't. It is critical that the FDA consider the differences between premium cigars and other tobacco products while drafting the final regulations. Premium cigars are an adult product without the habitual patterns other mass-marketed tobacco products have. Existing state law prohibits the sale of products to minors. As a small business owner, I take the obligation in my community very seriously. I urge you to exempt premium cigars from the final FDA regulations. Imposing a one-size-fits-all regulations on a diverse suit of tobacco products is a step in the wrong direction for the FDA. Please remove the price factor and the pre-market review process. If the product falls into the exempt premium cigar category for the sake of the entire industry, please let it simply be exempt and allow our business to continue. Without those two simple changes, I am afraid it cannot. Thank you for your opportunity in submitting my comments on the proposed regulations. Sally, David Garofalo, Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, New Hampshire. Nice little gentlemanly twist you put on the end there. I like that. Um, I want to let them know that we, uh, as a retailer talking in this, that I am a authority on the subject. They certainly are not. And they don't pretend to be, and that's why they're, they're granting us this opportunity to say this. Uh, listen, I could beat up line for line every single thing that's there. I tried to do it as short and sweet, and then just a couple of paragraphs say actually what bothered me the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot that bothers me on there. But, again, it, it is uh, 270 pages long, and I'm trying to give it – let me tell you, it took me a long time to read through that. That's a lot of time on the toilets. Uh, uh, right. And, listen, I read every single letter that everybody sent to me. I heard it from the consumers. I heard from the manufacturers. Every organization that I'm part of, on the board of directors of the IPCPR, the CRA, the TAA, uh, all the different um, hour-long conferences, two-hour-long phone conferences I sat through on this, I gave every single thought that I could into this, and I gave my... Opinion that would have in this case have to do with me as a retailer, I will also be writing to them as a consumer because i 'm also a consumer. I was a consumer before I got into the cigar business i 'm a consumer as i 'm in the cigar business. if I go into somebody 's cigar store, count on me to make a purchase. Uh, I am a consumer, and um, it 's probably the only thing that you do buy right
1: you don 't go shopping
3: right. <laughs> So uh, thank you, everybody, for the um, the letters to me. Now I would ask you uh, to please uh, go and write to the FDA. As much as we can possibly uh, get on that will be appreciated. And uh, hopefully we'll have an answer uh, 40 days, 30 days from now. Yeah. We're, we're filing for an extension to actually make it last longer um, so that at the IPCBR trade show we can actually get into it even deeper and um, – do it but just in case it didn't i had to get out that out there so uh there it is uh, right now it's time to go into the aging room with old Fat freddy
1: it's time to step into the aging room sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better just like aging room cigars they're made in small batches from rare and limited 100 percent dominican tobaccos and here in our aging room is old fart Freddie.
2: Nowadays, there are Mexican restaurants in every corner. In my day, if you wanted to spice up your marriage, you brought the missus to Colonel Angus's Mexican Roadhouse way downtown. <laughs> Nowadays, either you both are right or the man is wrong. What gives with that? In my day, you did everything you could to be right so you could stick it in her face. No real man oh, would walk no. home with his tail between her legs. Nowadays, people think they hit the lottery when the welfare check comes in the mail. In my day, luck was winning a coin toss, not sponging off the government. That's the kind of luck poor Mr. Lincoln had the night he went to the movies.
0: Colonel Angus
2: eating, face-sticking men who never sat in John Wilkes boots. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better,
1: just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited one hundred percent Dominican tobacco. Wait for it. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things
2: are better aged. Some are not. Ah, uh, Colonel Angus. He holds a real sentimental place in my heart. <laughs> oh, Freddie. <laughs> that could have been worse,
3: though. Wow! And I thank thought...
1: God it was. It was good in front of Phil. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs>
3: Val uh, sent me that uh, I know. letter of. Uh, I know. The, uh, the he's kids good. graduate in school. He's good. So here he is. Uh, next week, big show. Looking forward to it. Um, we have a uh, living legend in the cigar industry. This guy, I've, I've known him for a lot of years Hendrik Kellner, Hanky Kellner, um, and his son, uh, Klaus Peter. I don't know if he's going to remember me. Um, I met them, uh, I, I went to, uh, out with the family. My God, it's got to be at least 10 years ago. And uh, I stuck around uh, a day longer. He said, stick around. I want to talk with you. Can you stay an extra day? I said, yeah. And he picked me up that night, and he says, we're going bowling. A new bowling alley had opened in the Dominican Republic. Probably the bowling alley. The yeah. bowling alley. The. And uh, we, I went with his family, and his little son, Klaus Peter, was there and um, showed him how to bowl. And I videotaped the whole thing. I cannot find it. We looked everywhere. Oh, Oh, my God, at Bowling with the Kellners. And uh, I'm going to still look anyway. I hope I, I have it by then, but we, we tore the place upside down. But anyway, Hank Kellner is the guy that, um, listen, Davidoff was a Cuban cigar brand. All the cigars were made in Cuba. And they were very unhappy with the construction that was happening with the tight drawers. You know Cuban cigars, they get tight drawers all yeah. the time. And Davidoff couldn't have it. They had a premium, premium product, and they would have none of it. They took all their cigars and actually burned them. Not one at a time, either. They made a big bonfire and burned them all. in the parking lot. And then they went to Hanky e. Kellner and went to his factory that he owned and said, make us Davidoff cigars. And Hanky e. Kellner made Davidoff cigars. Later, they bought yep. Yep. they bought his factory out. He continues to work with him to this day. And he's the man. I mean, this guy has created more cigar blends. He knows everything about tobacco, and he knows everything about tasting tobacco. We'll go to a taste tongue tour with him. Uh, boy, this is the guy. If, if there's a guy out there, and everybody knows it, all the other cigar blenders across the world know this is the living legend of cigar blending. This guy knows his tobacco like no one else. We're going to have him on the show next week. I'm looking forward to it. And we'll get to know Klaus Pita. This is an 18-year-old man. Uh, who is deep entrenched in learning what he can from his dad? And from what I understand, when it's time to pass the torch, this will be the next guy. He's learning everything about tobacco. So we're going to have uh, him on the show next week. He'll be here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire all day. That's uh, Saturday, June 14th. Next Saturday, stop by. He'll be here from 10 o'clock till about 4 or 5 o'clock. Um, and at about 4 o'clock, we're going to do, if, you, if you're in the area, come by. We'll do a t- tongue-tasting, uh, right, maybe 3.30 or so. So looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I've known Hanky for a long time, but th- th- there's a guy to, you know, to have him on there. We, m- we must certainly get a uh, little promo from him and all kinds of stuff. Oh, Absolutely, yeah, of course. So uh, it's big. I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's not often that uh, it'll be the first time he actually cam- came to my store. I've been to his house. I've been to uh, okay. a lot of things with him, but he's never actually come into our store. Really uh, very, very excited to uh, for him to do that. So and don't forget, everybody, it's Father's Day next week also. Get Dad something. Or if you Chuck Morrison, get everybody in the neighborhood's father something. Yeah, someday, right? of course. Yeah, of course.
1: If you know him and they're <laughs> a father, right. get him something. Just right. family, all
3: right? Yeah? Just family. family. They have to be family.
1: Well, I met this guy on the bus. I'm going to get him a Father's Day present. Right. Not ah. even sure he's a father.
3: Right, you, you, you're more of a gentleman than me, Chuck. Um, I don't know about that. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll have some more uh, new cigars coming out uh, next week. Also, we'll tell you about them as they come through. In the meantime, Bandolero, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up, man. Double down. Great I'm cigar.
1: loving. I'm loving the pack three, though. I mean, that's. It's, yep. I know it's full of body for you, but it's a little sweeter. There's some more subtlety to it. I like the it. beginning
3: of it, but it built even stronger. It started off better than the pack two, but. I'm going to still go with pack 2 uh, I'll also say this. Bandolero is a great cigar. It is no Atabay and Byron. So don't think you're going to get the cheap way out and smoke Bandolero and say, well, I've smoked Atabay and Byron. You haven't. No. Because that is an elite by right. itself. Right. An elite, it's elite by itself. Very elite. So thanks, everybody, for joining us uh, this week on The Cigar Authority. We'll catch you next week with Hanky Kellner and the folks from Davidoff. For Chuck Morrison. Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo. Thanks for listening to the Cigar Authority each and every Saturday on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: And when you're smoking your Pac-3 Tremendous Bandolero, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you next week.
2: You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. With a million choices, it's stogie heaven.